Back in the 90s, three students met and studied hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they left college and life happened. They're back together for your entertainment. This is 3Go Podcasting. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you've had a good week. Here we are then, episode 13 of 3Go Podcasting. Another sort of half an hour or so of the usual nonsense. It's Richard, Ian and Jason this week. And before we start, a quick plug, as we always do, for the website. You can find out about us, about the podcast and other random stuff as well. It's at 3gopodcasting.com with a number three at the beginning. Now, people who were listening last week, you will know the big news this week was Jason was going to thrill us all with his review of the film, which we all concluded last week. We probably wouldn't understand anyway. Um, And no pressure, it was billed as the uh, film that was going to save the cinema industry. Uh, Tenet, is that how it's called, Jason? Tenet, Tenet? yeah, exactly. Exactly. You were going to spend like £5,000 going to see it in the IMAX <laughs> cinema. Um, yeah. Did you go? Was it any good? And did you see it in IMAX? So, in answer to your questions, yes, yes, and yes. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so... Um, is that the review? Is that it done? That's it. It's done. Thumbs up. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, it was great. Um, so, I mean, just explaining the whole cinema experience again so everything's done online as pretty much everything is now you know booking even restaurants and everything and so i booked it and and the way it's done is you know they keep you separate uh, separate from the seat of other people that have booked and if you book together you sit together if you haven't then there's a, there's a gap etc and just like the whole just being able to get back into the cinema was great right they had a, a big advert beforehand from like the nhs just talking about the track and trace and it was basically about you know everything getting back to to normal um, and then there was this massive advert of just loads of little mini trailers and then just finished it with like Odeon saying cinema is back and you sort of wanted to fist pump it and go, yes, cinema <laughs> yes, is back. back. Yes. Yeah, well, the exactly. thing is, Joe, you um, did fist pump, didn't you? You did, didn't you? I did, and then, then realised I was sitting there. Because obviously when you get to my age, you don't care if you go to the cinema on your own. And I went on my own. It was it was fine, right? I, 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 I'm quite to be, comfortable. To be fair, at your age, you're quite happy to get out I have always been totally yeah. <laughs> and utterly comfortable with this. I tell you, I used to do it years ago and people used to think I was really sad. But I used to work really early in the morning. And so none of my friends were like, they were all at work by the time I'd finished work. So I used to go to the yep. cinema. Nothing wrong yeah. with it. You're no, not weird. No, not at all. Well, you are if you sit in the corner and you're humming or something, but maybe. But anyway, um, so yeah, so so there were some good trailers coming up as well to say good. So, you know, the film industry is up and running again. Um, the film. So, yeah, just to give a bit of background. So it's Christopher Nolan who last made Dunkirk. He's made loads. He did the Batman trilogy, The Dark Knight, etc. Um, he did Inception. Um, anyone who's seen his sort of films will know they're never very straightforward. Um, there's always, like, there's a lot of time stuff involved in his films, like Interstellar, he did a lot of stuff around time. In- Inception is about going into the mind, etc. Um, so he never does stuff that's straightforward. So I sort of knew what to expect with this. And I'd seen the adverts. And if you'd get a chance, go on to like, you know, YouTube or whatever and watch the, watch the trailer for it and you'll sort of get an idea. But Basically, um, it's John David Washington, who I didn't realise until recently, he's actually the son of Denzel Washington. Um, and he's been in a, a few films. He's a leading man himself. He was in Black Klansman, Spike Lee's recent film. Um, and he's really good, actually. He's, he's got a lot of charisma. He can play serious. He can play a bit of funny. He obviously does the action stuff as well. Uh, and Robert Pattinson's in it as well. He plays his sort of um, 
uh, his uh, accomplice, and um, he's very, very good as well. And he's actually the new Batman. Um, so I don't know if you haven't seen the trailer for the new Batman film. That looks amazing as well. That's coming out next year. So yeah, very, very, very recommend having a look at that as well. Um, so yeah, onto the film. I can't. I'll be honest with you. I was thinking about how to explain it, and I can't really. Right, it's a, it's a spy thing um he uh, john david washington plays a, a spy who's basically out there to try and stop world war three you know very little other than that other than when it, the film it opens with this amazing scene which they actually showed as a as a prelogue um before some trailers another film i saw last year and it starts in this ukrainian um opera house they're just about to have a classical concert and then all of a sudden they're raided by terrorists and then this whole swap team goes in and he's a member of the swap team and then as he's like bringing down the bad guys, all of a sudden he sees a bullet reverse. So basically a bullet comes out of the bullet hole, that bullet hole seizes up and then it flies back into the gun. And he's like, what the hell is going on here? So without giving too much away, it's basically about this inversion and there's a machine that's been created in the future, which allows people to be inverted, which means they can sort of drive backwards, things can flip backwards, oh all this God. stuff. Um, but I tell mad. you what, I, it is mad. And do you know what? I, I just sort of said to myself... I don't thoroughly understand what's going on here, but I'm going to let this film take me with it. And I think if you go in with that mindset, you will absolutely love it. It's, it's, it's a fantastic film. I recommend, if you can, see it on the biggest screen you can with the loudest sound you can, because even the music score is fantastic. It, it pulses through you. I've, I've not heard a music score like it before. Um, and Kenneth Branagh's in it. He plays the bad guy. He's like this Russian oligarch who's the bad guy, and he's he's really good in it as well. So, yeah, I think it was Michael really, Caine really in it as well. I, Michael Caine's in every Christopher Nolan film. I'm glad you brought that up. He plays a very uh, small cameo. He's in it literally five minutes, but he steals the scene as he always does. Um, but yeah, it's it's worth seeing. I, and it's one that I'm going to have to revisit probably two, three times to try and understand a bit more about it. But as I say, just go with it. Don't If you go into the film saying, I'm not going to fully understand this, you will enjoy it, I promise you. Do you know what? I am, I am, I'm actually uh, going to be booking tickets to see this so by the time this podcast is up i am going to be seeing it as well so you've you've sold Good. it already to me because I, I i know i'm not going to understand it but i'm you just won't. going to go it's brilliant there's so much action in it and the music and everything and just yeah it's you'll go go with it and you'll enjoy it i promise right richard could you please at this point ask jay exactly how much he spent on this experience <laughs> yeah. well, this is it so you basically go with it no idea what it's about you can't really explain it afterwards how much did you spend to go to the cinema, Jay, to watch this? It was £18.25. No, no, that was just for the ticket to get through the door, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you buy I didn't anything need, else no, while you were there? No, because I'm, because you couldn't afford to eat anything. No, no, just because I'm so scared to actually touch anything outside. So I had my mask on. This is the other thing, right? This is the other thing you've got to get used to. Obviously, you've got to wear your mask unless you're eating or drinking. So I had one of these, like, cloth masks. And I must admit, it's a two-and-a-half-hour film. So by that time, I was pretty dehydrated at the end of it. Yeah, do you know but, what? It's dark in the cinema. I'll be eating and drinking all the time, so I won't be wearing that mask. Okay. <laughs> so you can take your mask off, obviously, but I decided not to. And yeah, so £18.25. pence. Ah. Not bad, right? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, the most important thing I've got to ask here at this point, do they sell pick and mix still or have they stopped that because of COVID? <laughs> um, I, do you know I what? Think, I think they've I think stopped they have. it. I think, I think, I think they, they have. What you yeah. can do is you can buy bags or tubs that they've already made up yes right. i don't think okay. you can go and pick you anymore so you can either just buy um tubs they put a right. bit of each in it 
um, or you can buy all of one type of sweets, but I'm pretty sure you can't go and like touch. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think they were sealed up. The ones because I, I went to the Odeon in Chatham that normally has it, and I, I don't recall seeing it. They so do I just think it's the most. Of, I think it's the most devastating thing of COVID so far. The fact that Pick a Mix is not sold anywhere. You know that really <laughs> that's done it for me. That's it. I, I was over at that point. <laughs> So that's one for definitely for the hashtag first world problems, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The, big, the biggest impact from COVID for you, Ian, is the fact you can't get pick, pick and mix. And mix. God, yeah, you, you're <laughs> damn right. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it weren't too so, bad. So yeah, if so, you get a chance, go and see it, I would say. What other films are coming out? Because I know um, I only asked because um, my son's desperate to go and see the new SpongeBob SquarePants film. Oh obviously. yeah, I heard about that's that. Not, yeah. I think that's I think that's coming out on streaming. And um, the Mulan film, the Disney yes, uh, live Disney Plus. So, yeah, did you see how much it costs though? It's coming out on streaming. It's twenty quid. It's nineteen ninety. But that's only if you want to watch it before it comes out on Disney yeah, exactly. Plus, like a week later. So it's later coming like in yeah, about yeah. a few weeks later. But it's all right. Twenty quid. I don't want to no, buy the no. damn thing. I just want to watch it. I'm not no. paying twenty quid to see a film I can watch for free in two weeks' time. Exactly. Um, exactly. But were they right? What other what other films are they trailing at this? Um, so or they? I think it's all the ones that have basically been pushed back. So the new James Bond. What's it called? Oh, um, I, can't I can't wait for die. that. I can't wait. Yeah, I that can, looks good. Oh. No time to die or something. That's the one. Yeah, I'm just hanging out for. Good. I'm um, hanging out for Bonds to come out. I, do, I will yeah, be there be with good. bells on when that comes out. That's November. That, I you think can't wear bells out, right? in the cinema. That'd be really annoying. If you're there with bells <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Every Morris time you pick start, up, pick and freak in the front row. A jangle. <laughs> um, <laughs> you like what else? Um, Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman film that looks Ugh. all right. Um, who's Black in that? Widow. I don't, I don't know who's in that. Who's playing Wonder Woman? Gal Gadot. Is it? I think it's a it's the sequel, isn't it? Yeah, I saw the first one. It was right. Okay. It was all right. The first one was all right. The first one was okay. Um, what else? The Kings, you know, the Kingsman films. Have you seen them? Oh yeah, I've seen a, that. Yeah, they've done brilliant. a prequel, but they've done a prequel which has got set back in I don't know, like the nineteen uh, twenties or something, and it's got Ralph Fiennes in it, and that looks pretty good actually. That's not too. So bad, they've done a prequel because so. because the guy who's in it now it, it costs too much to have him in any more films. So if you just get yeah, exactly. do a prequel, you can just get anybody else and pretend exactly. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, some good ones. I've never had one of these cinema cards you were talking about on last week's podcast, but I actually think I'm thinking of getting one because I do love the experience of the cinema when I go, and oh, it's very it, yeah. rare that I go, but I do love it, and and I think I might I might make that investment, you know. Then you have to actually go because if you buy all the money you've got on a card and then don't go, that's just like wasting money. It's like a, it's gym, like a gym membership. Pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's no point in spending fifty quid on a card and then just not going to the cinema. No, exactly. And then you're just doing exactly what you did before without fifty quid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll just have to make a. Yeah, you know, because I, I'd like to go. I'd like to see it, but I, I wouldn't want to kind of have the experience I've had before, where I go to the cinema and then and, and then go. Oh my god, it's so pricey. That's ridiculous. Whereas if I had a card that I regularly paid and stuff every month, I'd be like, "Well, I'm going anyway because I'm not going to waste that." Yeah, no, you won't. Exactly. You'd be sitting there going, "I pay how much a month for this?" <laughs> That's what you'll be doing rather than just going. Oh, I can't You'll go back to our college days. Do you remember though? We used to we used to go. We used to have like a cinema club every Saturday, and some of the bilge we went to go and see. It was like we had to go every week, and you used to have to travel up to Lakeside because there was no multiplexes at that point in time, apart from the one at Lakeside. So you had to go through the Dartford Tunnel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we just watched some absolute bilge at like mid midnight. Congo. I mean, one of the worst films ever made about a sign, uh, an ape that could do sign language. I mean, what the hell? Ugh. It was just rubbish. God. Absolute. Oh, no so yeah, if you do it. that, you're going to have to go and watch some rubbish. Yeah, uh-huh. that's okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I won't. Um, so you went. You saw it on. You said it. Saw it on IMAX. 
and, yeah. and that's in that's Chatham, the yeah. in, so that's the biggest screen and and a nice comfy yes. chair. Yeah, and you get reclining seats as well. Ooh, you can okay. recline and everything. Well, I'm sold. Yeah. Okay, so, um, right, Book it's in. worth it. And the sound is amazing. It vibrates through you. It's, it's fantastic. So, so yeah. you can recline to the person behind you with the mask on. So they don't no, no, it's really oh, sealed off. It's like oh, it's it? proper okay. rows. There's leg room and everything. It's great. You don't even have to stand up when people want to get past you for the toilet. That's one of the uh, the pluses for it. Okay, sold. There you go. You haven't got to stand up if somebody wants to go to the toilet. Okay, that's the uh, that's the cinema review for this week. Um, sticking with videos, if you remember last week, I was talking about the thing that I was now watching all the time oh, on YouTube. I have moved on this week. I have moved on. I have <laughs> found on. new and exciting things. It's developing. <laughs> it was power so, washing la- of driveways last week, wasn't it? Or patios? Yeah, no, uh, yes. No, no, patios and driveways. It, 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 I don't discriminate. It could be either. Um, so this week, um, I have sort of moved on to swimming pool clearances as well. People mainly in America who have got swimming pools and they empty them and they have to clean all the algae off them. But oh. the really good one, it's really quite cool. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Rich, um, can, we, can we find a drum roll, please? Can we find a drum roll effect? <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I'll find, I'll, we'll do a drum roll. Um, the newest thing which I'm into, which is really worth watching, are you ready? It's really dirty cars on the inside. So these are cars that haven't been cleaned for years and they're absolutely filthy and they get those sort of like power vac things with the water and they go up the chairs and with like a really clean line in the middle and you realise how much dirt there is in the car and they're really wow. satisfying but at the end is they do the thing where they do the car and they go they make a big point of going to the sink with the, with the bucket of water and it comes out and it's like just dirt black. Right, but, okay. Yeah, so, you're talking about, um, you're talking about Martin Jay's car, aren't you? Yeah, but the other, the other, but also not only have I looked at cars, but there's there's quite a lot of um, videos about sort of really dirty carpets and rugs getting washed as well. Can um, I ask though? Has yeah. this got like some really cheesy like lift music in the background, and then they're pouring the water and they go, "Go away, you dirty water." <laughs> no, no, Is it like, like for fetishes? It's or not something? like some appalling seventies soft porn film. <laughs> no, um, Rich, can I just ask though? Can I just ask how you got into this? How did you first get into <laughs> these videos? How so? It, it showed up on 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 my YouTube feed. Um, it just you know sometimes you're watching a video and then it just random stuff comes up below, and I clicked on it. I thought, well, that looks interesting, and I was addicted because it's like, oh wow. And actually, it, it, as I said last week, it's really therapeutic to watch. It's really sort of like satisfying to see all that dirt coming off. It's, so I am going to go with there because I fell I fell in love with, and we were talking about this last week. Jay, you mentioned it, the Doctor Pimple yeah. Popper. I, I fell in love oh, with yeah. that. I've, I mean, I have been like you know your wife Jay and, and her sister. I have been like that for for years. Like. What? Sorry, you look really weird, then, Rich. I don't know what was going on there. What did uh, I say? When you start talking about Jay's wife and her sister, I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> that's one of his other videos. He's moving on to next week. That's a, that's a specialist <laughs> website, is it? I think. <laughs> oh, you put me off my flow now. I'm like, God, jeez, what are you like? Uh, anyway, pimple so, popping. As pimple I was saying, pop- pimple oh, popping. Yeah. So I, you know, so I'm not going to call you sad for this because uh, you know it's happened to me. That came up on my YouTube feed once, and I thought, oh, that. And, and and then I saw blackheads, and I, and then I moved on to all of the horrible oh. guns that you see, and you know, like it, it is disgusting. So I'm not going to take the mic out of you. I just wondered how it happened, and now I know. Well, I know how because he had the word dirty on another search that he was looking for, <laughs> and now it's come up. I think you'll find. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think you'll find I don't because I think you'll find that I cleared my search history before I did that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it, it You're a sensible man. It certainly wasn't there. Yeah, he's been playing um, with these cookies again, Jay. Yeah, so I, I, 
tune in next week for an update on what other random yeah. YouTube videos I'm watching. But yeah, the cleaning of stuff. Um, but when do you watch these? Can I ask? When? Oh, when do just you find randomly, the time? Well, I, my wife will flick through the TV, and frankly, it's rubbish because last night it was. Britain's Got Talent, uh, which I just don't, oh, okay. I don't want to do that. If I want to see bad magicians, I'll just go onto YouTube and find them. And so I was just go, <laughs> scrolling through the phone and they came up. But the thing is, once you look at one of these videos, it will then just give you hundreds of them oh, below. Okay. So yep. once you sort of found it once, it'll go, oh, you want to watch a man cleaning a drain somewhere. Um, so that's <laughs> fine. Um, so yeah, I'll have to see what else I can find um, over the next week to watch. Do, I do worry that I'm going to have to refer you to the Council for Addiction or something like to stop you, you know, kind of <laughs> moving on with this. So I think I could yeah. be one of those awful Channel 5 documentaries about people who spend their time watching stupid... Like the people who put their Christmas lights up in you know, May. They have those documentaries every year about them. A sort of Britain's weirdest YouTube video watchers or whatever it might be. Sort of, yeah. well, I'll sort of end up becoming a YouTube video myself by being on the TV and talking about it. So anyway, um, so yeah, update next week on what other random YouTube videos I've found. Yeah, what's next? So the other thing I did this week, and I think, Ian, you might have done this a few weeks ago, is some members of my family uh, thought it'd be a good idea today um, to hire a canoe and go paddling down the river. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, so, yeah. Um, and it's one of those things that I think looks amazing on a website or the idea of it appeals a great deal. I'm less convinced about the actual doing of it, if I'm being honest. Um it was five miles of it was five miles of hell. If I'm yeah. being honest, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The near, the, yeah, the near sh- the sheer comedy of watching. I mean, I'm quite a big bloke, as you're, those of you know me. Getting in and frankly, we, did, we didn't fall out, which was a good start. We nearly did a couple of times, but the rather ungracious of shoving my backside across a wooden thing and not and falling into the back of the canoe. They're actually um, quite hard to oh, capsize. They're, 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 they're not easy. Oh. Well, no, mm, we came perilously close. Um, and then actually, they were incredibly difficult to steer. If there's like two of you yeah. paddling, they're actually really difficult, um, as mm. we found out as we went through a couple of trees and a few other things. Um, but, <laughs> so why you have so to do a course, like, Rich. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we didn't do that. We just thought it would be fun to hire one. Um, the only problem was there were loads of other people who did the same thing yeah. on oh, a no. quite a narrow w- river, Plus a bunch of paddle boarders as well. Oh no! Um, God, plus God. a bunch of Sunday um, boaters, you know, sort of weekend boat owners mm. um, who don't also <laughs> seem to know how to use a boat. And it was just basically a recipe for disaster. All these people who just randomly got various watercraft onto a river didn't know how to use them, which is all over the place. It was just absolute carnage. So you know, I, I have to say that uh, you know, I've been into kayaking for about a year now, and and I do enjoy it. it you know, it's a great sport. I, I use muscles that I never knew that I had, and. Uh, I think I've probably done my shoulder a few weeks ago. That's killing me right now. Uh, but um, it, it's very relaxing. And when you're out there and you're on the water, it's beautiful. It's just serene. There's nothing really around. But boat owners, they drive me round the bend because they literally, they, they chog along. And of course, there they are. You know, you're like, you know, paddling away and making some effort and stuff. And there they are sipping champagne and Prosecco. And I'm like, hello, hello, how are you? And you're like, yeah, thanks. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, it was Richard. Oh, yeah, I know it was Rich. Yeah. The, one, the ones that cracked me up today, there was a bunch of um, probably about five or six uh, paddle boarders um, who none of them had the, like, the right gear. They just had short T-shirt. And they were just on the front of their um, paddle boards had like five or six beers just where you're supposed to put your shoes under. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they were just basically going up and down with beer. And it was just sort of like, mm, this is not. Uh, this is going to end one of those Drunk stories. Drunk in charge of a paddle board. 
Exactly, or how you know how you know Duncan ended up hanging from a tree because he didn't see it coming while he was drinking or something. But um, so yeah, you're right. I'm going to ache. I'm going to ache tomorrow when all oh, this you will. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's five. It was five miles. Yeah. Two and a half Fantastic. hours, mm-hmm. and it was just sort of, there's nowhere to get off. There's nope. nowhere to stop. Nope. My bum was numb for over two hours, and it's sort of like you can't <laughs> you can't <laughs> shift around very much in your seat because if you do, you're going right over. Yeah. Can I just ask, if the camera's to pan down now, would you still actually be sitting in the canoe? <laughs> I'm, st- I'm stuck in it, yeah. Yeah. I did, um, I did take a GoPro, so I'll have to look at the video at some point, but I imagine... Oh, okay. oh he's going to upload, though, he'll upload that to YouTube, Jay, and then he'll be watching, he'll yeah, be watching canoe on. videos next. Yeah, watch it back. <laughs> no, well, well, you, you'll, find, you'll find that I go, I'll go back with the power wash and start cleaning the canoe afterwards, get all the dirt yeah. off it. That's what I'll do. But yeah, so it's an, it's an interesting thing to try. Um... Mm. I'll be honest, it's one of those things that I've done now and I won't be rushing back to do it. I know Ian, it sounds like you will, but I think um, I'll tick that off as something I've done that I, w- I don't think I'll be trying again. On your to-do list, well done. Mm, well, congratulations, you know, you, you, you've done it and it, it's something that you've you've been there in life and if you never go back, well, you know, hey-ho, but I'll still enjoy it. I'll still love it today, so. This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian and Jay. Thanks for listening to 3Go Podcasting again this week. We know why you've come back. It's, a, it's the reason you come back every week. It's, it's the feature which, frankly, makes this podcast everything it is, which is quite worrying in so many ways. Um, it is time yes. for Jason's yeah. joke. Yeah. It's time for Jason's joke of the week. Jay's joke of the week. Funnier than Michael McIntyre on Skittles. Apparently... They are opening a Flintstones-themed theme park in the Middle East. Dubai didn't want to do it, but Abu Dhabi do. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the only joke you could think of in the world that's got Abu Dhabi in it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, snorted. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, that, that's quite funny, actually. Now, I think though, oh, I, I think us. you're going to be upstage this week, aren't you? Because this is a special uh, edition of Jason Shake of the Week. Because for a little while now, your your young son Harvey has wanted to get in on the act and follow his dad into the world. Can't of help ba- him. Yeah, follow his dad into the world of bad jokes. Uh, so we have a bonus Harvey's joke of the week this week. So if we're ready, well, we shall hand it over to Harvey. Why did the crocodile spit out the clown? Because he tasted funny. <laughs> so that's actually better than your joke. So actually... <laughs> He's done you. He has done you officially. <laughs> actually been outdone by your son how does that feel jace how does that feel (laughs) it's just the story of my life really Uh, isn't it (laughs) and and because of course i think the the transfer window's opening soon so we might have to make a a quick last minute transfer (laughs) request for harvey would you draft them in harvey Harvey, (laughs) yeah well you could be free let's face it just like messy no one will want you oh can i just say that just quickly while we're talking about that transfer fee Lionel, lionel messi right one of the richest men on the planet 
he hands in his transfer uh, request by fax. What the hell's that all about? <laughs> by fax? What? <laughs> he faxed it in. What's it going to be it's next just... week? Harry Kane <laughs> handed it in by homing pigeon. But this is a thing, though, isn't it? But this is a thing, though, isn't it? I think this happens every year. Isn't it? Something who still to do? owns a fax machine? But, no, exactly. who? But isn't this something to do with outdated rules, though? Isn't it? I'm sure oh, this happens every it? year because it always comes up. They do it by fax. Isn't it something to do in some parts of Europe or UEFA or whatever? Is that their rules and regulations say that the paperwork must be sent by fax? And they've never got around really? to updating it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh it's, wow! That's and I, a load of yeah, rubbish. I'm sure that happens from time to time because all these rules are written like 20 years ago and haven't been updated. Because no one. Oh, thought they're about clever it. then. Yeah. 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 So, oh, no, we just do it that way because that's the way we do it. So yeah. that's it. No. We're not going to change. No change. Thank you. Do you reckon only the hundred fax machines left in the UK are basically owned by the Football Association and the yeah. football clubs? Yeah. They're the only ones using fax machines anywhere. I'm not even sure you buy one of these. Can you still buy them? Well, um, no, I wouldn't imagine you no, can. I, I mean, don't I, I just so. don't. Would I don't know. Who would, who would you fax? I've never... I've, done, I've, I've never heard anything, and in, in certainly within the last 10 years, of anyone mentioning a fax, like, oh, I'll, I'll fax it over to you. No, but yeah. no. I don't, well, Lionel Messi did, I'll tell you. Well, it's well, crazy. Good old Lionel. Let's, let's buy one of fax and football clubs, shall we? Anyway. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, Jason and Harvey's joke of the week, and there'll be more jokes at the same time next week here on the podcast. This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian and Jay. Right, Ian, you want to moan, stroke, rant, stroke, go off on one about social distancing, I think. Well, I know it's very rare for me to do this. I mean, I know you lads, like, you, <laughs> Most know, you don't hear any of it. So just, I, I mean, you know, it's the thing. I, I'm not known for moaning. I, I don't know where people get this idea from. Uh, but anyway, I've got by to this, tell you by that... Listening, uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, no, so I just wanted to point this out because this is something that I noticed uh, this week and this was incredibly frustrating. I found myself at uh, Victoria Station in London and uh, for one reason or another, um, one, I had to uh, go to toilet at the station a couple of times. Uh, that was just incredibly traumatic because I had to go down uh, in this one-way system with the whole place smelling of pee uh, and then you had to try and find yourself a urinal because a lot of them are all taped off like whole rows are taped oh, off yeah. because you can't stand together now you get yeah. it you know we have the social distancing that's fine but my most traumatic part was when I went to go and get dinner so I went to McDonald's the Golden Arches it's it's you know it's just like a bit of a mecca you've moved on from the toilet at this point right yeah, yeah I moved on from the toilet yeah yeah, yeah. I, I did wash my hands, Joe. It's fine. Good, good, it's okay. Sanitisation was for the nation. It was all good. Okay. Good. Uh, anyway, so I exited the toilet. I go to Mackie T's. <laughs> so we're going to reach you. What are you doing? You're laughing. Anyway, so I go to McDonald's and uh, you can't order at the counter at McDonald's anymore, obviously, even though they've they got these big screens up. You can't order at the counter. You have to use the great big, uh, like the, the computer screens oh, the and stuff screens, like that. Yeah. Only two were open in the whole place in Victoria Station. Only two screens. The rest of them are all out of order because of social distancing. <laughs> what? So how big was the queue? Well, quite huge. Quite huge. Okay. So people waiting in this line, and obviously the line is then not socially distanced. So everyone's yeah. kind of, you know, standing there thinking, I just want to order my dinner. It's all I want to do. And then but, you're touching oh. a screen that hundreds of people have touched. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly, okay. my point. What's the worst that I'm, could happen? 
I went to a, we went out for dinner in the week and then um, last time we went, you know, the, um, you can get refillable drinks. They have the drinks machines there that you can, you can use uh, until recently they were all out of action, but they've now put them back into action. Um, and they had this machine there and there was this big packet of wipes there designed so you could wipe down the screen and stuff afterwards. Oh, okay. Completely unopened. It was just sitting yeah, there, exactly. oh, really? never opened. Yeah, yeah. And it was just sort of, even I did it, I just pushed, touched the screen, got my drink and everything. But they put this bag of wipes in. It'd probably go back in two weeks, it'd still be there. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, uh, yeah, it's not. Um, uh, in Victoria, the McDonald's, if I'm the one I'm thinking of over the side, isn't it? That The, the problem is it's if you get a big key there, it goes right across and people try to get on yeah. off the train, so have to go through that as well. So that's that's not yeah, ideal. Nothing's so warm. Not. Have you noticed anything that comes out of that McDonald's? It's never warm. Like, because I always leave it to be like, I, I like my stuff to be cool, sort of lukewarm. Like, yeah. when I, I don't like food to be too hot, but that I always make the mistake of actually leaving it longer than a minute because it's lukewarm by the time you get it anyway. It's Eat not it hot. in five seconds or it's stone cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was up in London this week for work for the first time. I haven't been to London since March. So, six months on, it's the first time in London. I got on the train, I think on the whole um, eight coach train, there were like eight people. Oh, it was really? There was nobody on it, which was great. And walking out of Victoria Station, it was like a ghost town. There was literally nobody there. And there yeah. was just a yeah. whole line of people with pink tabards on ready to shout at me for not having a face mask on. Um, but they had the <laughs> face mask police, which was fine. Um, but you walk out the front, and usually you cannot move for, you know, people running for the bus, for the tube, yeah. um, you know, tourists just standing there randomly with an umbrella held up to cause the biggest disturbance they possibly can. Um, and in none of that, there's nobody there. And I walked down the road and I walked down one of the big streets to my to where I work and it's there was nobody around. It was actually quite think, pleasant. That, but also yeah. really quite eerie as well, actually. It's no I can imagine. You, yeah, never, like, you never thought you'd see London like it. It really is, nah. you know, it's just <laughs> a, it, it is a, a ghost town on some occasions. I mean, it is gradually coming back and people are kind of making those journeys and stuff but he, yeah. i mean the train companies must be losing a fortune with like because they're running the services they're still paying all of the staff and stuff and and the passengers just aren't aren't using it are they i mean I, i'm guessing nah. if you're i mean well you you will be a season ticket holder rich would you or would you be yeah I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder yeah absolutely so are you still pay you're still paying that that money, I guess you still have to pay your season ticket even though you're not using it. Yeah, so I had this. So my season ticket cost is about five and a half. It's nearly six grand a year for my, my train ticket. Um, and I have the thing that it's run out now, so I've missed the boat anyway. But what you could do is you can send your ticket back and get a refund for basically, for me, it would have been nine months worth, which is fine. Mm. Um, because the way they do season tickets is you get like, I think, 12 weeks travel for free so obviously they front load it um but i was actually working out because i have no idea when we might have to go back to work back in the office and it was that sort of like thing where actually if i had to go in twice a week at the full price fare which i'd need to it would probably cost me more than it than keeping my ticket so i've kept my ticket which runs out in february so it's a bit of a bit of a gamble so i'll probably end up red face and out of pocket but yeah i can see why you do it though i mean it's that's the thing isn't it it's just so darn expensive like if you haven't got like a season ticket what you know what's the point you might as well just just write it off you would have paid it anyway yeah it's it's a weird one though because they're going to put the fares back up in the fares go up in january anyway every year um, yeah. everyone's going to about it, but they have to do it this year because no one's been travelling. They haven't got that ticket revenue, so they've got to pay to upgrade and paint stuff and you know clean stuff. So of course the ticket fares are going to go up in January. There'll be loads yeah. of people moaning about it because oh I've not used the train, so why has it gone up? Well, yeah, you haven't used it. They haven't got your money, so therefore they can't afford to run the train service. So that's why the ticket fares are going up. But you know one of those things, I guess. Um, 
Anyway. I think the workplaces are changing a little bit now, though, because um, where I work, <clears throat> there hasn't really been a push to get people back into the offices. And people's concerns, like they've done everything in the office to keep it as safe as possible. You know, it's been great. And they've shown videos to people to make them realise, you know, this is what it's going to look like when you come back. But it's not the being in the office that's, that's scaring people, is it? It's the commute. And obviously, London, everyone commutes, basically. No one, very few people live there. And even if you live there, you're going to have to get on the tube or something anyway. So Yeah, I mean, I have to say the, the, tube, the tube was busy. I, I did yeah. find the tube busy, and I, you know, I went from Victoria and I went to Brixton as well, and yeah. you know, and it and it was, you know, it was, and and you, ju- you just cannot social distance on the tube. No, it just exactly. doesn't happen. People sit next to each other, and all, yeah. most people were they had masks on. Most people did, and you, you yeah. know, and, and it is they walk they walk around even in the station they walk around with masks on. So yeah, that's a good thing and stuff. But you just yeah, I you, think know, so. you can't distance on the tube, but it is busy. No, and I think just like the offices, some offices they've turned around and said already, like, you're not going to come back till 2021, which is fair enough. But I think the others that aren't, especially the message that's come out from the government this week, they're trying to generate income around the firms as well, because obviously people buy sandwiches and drinks and things like that around them and all those places are suffering as well. I think like definitely where I work, it's getting a bit not aggressive, but it's getting a bit more okay, guys, we've said, do you want to come back? Now it's more like we have to get some of you back now by this sort of date. And I think it will start to get a little bit busier, I think, in London over the coming weeks, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? I just think, uh, you know, ultimately, unfortunately, everything in this world revolves around money. And, you know, when when the money is a a real issue and a real problem, um, you'll just find people not really sort of, um, you know, especially management, not caring so much about uh, people's health, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see Ooh, how it controversial. Goes, but, um, Why would I say such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> but touch wood, we don't get this second spike, right? And things get back to normal. Get that vaccine out there. Yeah, so in the week, I had to, it started raining on London, so I got on a bus. And you get on the bus, there's a massive sign saying, only 14 people on this bus. <laughs> it's sort of like, <laughs> okay. It's just sort of like counters. Cattle prods come out. Yeah, exactly. There's 15, like, get off. That awkward <laughs> thing, if it, shows, if it shows up at the bus stop and there's 13 people on it, but there's three people at the bus stop, it's sort of like, how does it work? First one on wins. You know, if I'm the first one through the door, so I barge the old ladies out of the way because I want to be the 14th person on the bus. Um, it's sort of like you sort of like realize if it happens like the, the driver's going to put some gloves on and barge out of their little can and start lobbing people off the bus and stuff. Yeah, it's sort of like, while it's moving, absolutely. Well, I hope not because he wouldn't. If he if he's got out of his cab, then it shouldn't be moving. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't be moving. It's like speed with a bit of luck. Yeah. So I I went to uh, I've got to say this just before we finish today. I went to the first uh, festival that I have been to. Uh, oh, yeah. Since all of this, and I went at the weekend, uh, okay. and it was yeah, it was a, a, a festival called Revival. It was mm-hmm. a it was um, it, at Moat Park in Maidstone, and it was socially distanced to within an inch of your life. It was actually run really really well. I've got to say, okay. so uh, you had pods. And the pods were, I, I thought when they said pod, I thought, oh, well, like, you know, the weather's might be a little bit dodgy. So at least, oh, you can sit in a pod. That would be lovely and comfortable. No, the pod was just a park bench. Celebr- <laughs> it was like surrounded by some Harris fencing. But the whole <laughs> field had these, these, these benches across and you couldn't go outside your pod. You could only, only one person from your group could go outside the pod to the toilet at the time. But get okay. how ridiculous this is, right? You had to have... A ticket to go to the toilet. Excellent. 
amazing. You had you had one ticket, one ticket between six of you, and only one person could go at a time to the portaloo to the to the damn portaloo. Why <laughs> would you have to produce a ticket to go to a portaloo? They stink anyway. But did you have to go to the same portaloo each time? No, because then I'd no, be embarrassed go- to go first. You know, you could go, you could go to any one, but I was like, I, I walked out the first time I went out, and I, I'd forgotten the ticket. I just, you know, I didn't really think about it, and I got to the big secu- the security guard, and he's like, uh, are "You going to the toilet?" I was like, "Yes, I'd like to, please." Which ticket then? I was like, "Oh, sorry, uh, yeah, no, I forgot, I've forgotten it, but uh, it'll be fine, won't it?" No, no, your name's not Dave. You're not coming in without a ticket. <laughs> what to have a wee? <laughs> It would make it more interesting if they had strips, like a like a raffle ticket, and you're only allowed to go a certain amount of times. So, like, there's five amongst the group of four of you. So, one of you's got the weak bladders in in trouble, right? Well, no. What, ha- what happens is the, the band up on stage go pink number forty seven, <laughs> and then you're the one who's allowed to have a wee that hour. That's amazing. <laughs> but I've just been. I don't need one. <laughs> we do. Yeah, but you know us boys. Us at our ages, we'd be royally screwed. You know, I have a beer, and like ten minutes <laughs> later, I need the loo. So I think that's probably a sensible place to finish this before we get ourselves into all sorts of trouble. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, that's another episode of 3Go Podcasting done. Join us next week for episode 14. And as usual, you can check out our website. It's 3GoPodcasting.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending a period of time with us that you'll never get back. We're back next week. This has been 3Go Podcasting. Peace. We out.